Help is on the way. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. Um, this week we will get into uh, Meghan Markle, um, Governor Reynolds, uh, Representative Ashley Hinson, um, but we are going to start with headlines and what made news this week, starting off with the big news that help is on the way. President Biden signed the COVID aid package, the American Rescue Plan. Um, it's going to cost $1.9 trillion, uh, but we'll have stimulus checks, vaccine aid, small business aid, uh, funding to get students back in school safely, which is the key. And we'll talk about that later with rep about Representative Congresswoman Hinson. Um, but Ivy, what is your big takeaway from the big national news this week? I mean, I'm just overjoyed. It feels like all of the craziness is finally kind of coming to an end. There's a light mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel. I mean, it's clear that the Iowa legislature doesn't care that much about COVID aid uh, and about the people suffering. So it's just nice that someone does. So really looking forward to seeing that happen. And then I think it's also important just to mention that AFSCME was the only one from Iowa's delegation to vote right. for it. I mean, it's just ridiculous that they wouldn't vote for it. I mean, there's so many people that need help right now and their little partisan reasons. It's yeah. just getting ridiculous. Yeah. I agreed completely. And like, it's such good news. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. it is, it's not just good news. I mean, I think it's not just good news about COVID, about the crisis that we're in, but like, this is a, this is something that will hopefully, it has the potential to like re help reshape the economy a little bit because it's going to be such a big cut in poverty um, with all the aid that it's sending out, the child tax credit that's going to be, um, that people will, I think, start to get disbursements on or payments on this summer. Um, and 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 just so many things that will help kind of rebalance the economy, even a little bit, you know, it, toward, toward working mm -hmm. people. And and I think that is a great, uh, that is a great, um, uh, a great thing. And uh, I think one other item that we have not mentioned yet about the help that is on the way is the help for the state and local governments. Um, we have uh, on our social media and press and over the last year, six months or so, um, at least six months, have talked a lot about funding the front lines. I mean, these are people that, these are people that uh, um, are called heroes um, for, for being, you know, uh, doing frontline work during this crisis. And finally, we are going to help uh, help make sure that they have the resources they need to do their job. So that is a big that is a big deal too. But um, do you think that this will help spur on any local action, any statewide support for uh, COVID relief? Or I mean, I know you mentioned the governor, but like I, I I'm skeptical of that. But I wonder if there's um, anything anything that that we could see coming out of the state legislature. Um, as far as Republicans go, no, I don't see that at all. Um, I think it's funny, though, just seeing how much support COVID aid actually has. I think it's over 70% mm -hmm. of the population supports it. And then and Republicans support, that, too. Yeah, it's just ridiculous to see that, you know, it's not going to affect really the legislature in Iowa, at least yeah. how they do things. I know there was that story where they're worried that it's going to affect tax cuts for the wealthy. Because oh, they can't use the aid. What to a bail shame! That out. What a shame! Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, really care about that. Yeah. Uh -huh. no. um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's just another benefit of it, you know, like that mm. we won't have these uh, giveaways that are going to rob our budget for the next several years. So that's just exactly. just one more benefit of the rescue plan. Um, mm. The next news of the week is the governor signing this voter suppression law. Um, and I like there's really no excuse for this. All it did was shorten the voting. Um, I, like I don't what what do you make of this with her um, cut, uh, putting this into law? I mean, she waited a while to sign it or waited a while after it passed to get it delivered and signed. Um, but uh, um, what what was your what were your thoughts on it? I mean, I think it's really just a way to punish people for our great turnout this past year. You know, Republicans don't really like that. And because we had this whole big lie of voter fraud, which is just ridiculous, they're really pushing that. Uh, so they're just trying to kind of uh, please their base. <laughs> but I mean, it's just ridiculous. Iowa's election was secure. And doing this is really going to affect Iowans and kind of a lot of Democratic voters who need who have been using early voting. So I think it's just ridiculous. During the legislative session, bills move quickly, and by the time you check your email, that advocacy alert may be too late. Now you can get text messages from Progress Iowa for the latest news and action alerts. Just text JOIN to 515-417-3320. We'll send petitions, phone numbers for key members of the legislature, and more to keep you informed. That's J-O-I-N to 515-417-3320. 3320 for text message updates from Progress Iowa. Um, there are a number of other bills uh, that came up that are, that are moving through the legislature um, that we should just tick through real quick. Ivy, you've been tracking these a lot more closely than I have. Um, do you want to just run through these real quick? Yeah, so Iowa Republicans have snuck the trans athletes participation ban into a bill it has an amendment because it died after funnel. So it's now an HF 808, which is just a large bill with funding and open enrollment and a lot of other things. So it's just a horrible way to go about getting what they want, which is to oppress the LGBTQ community. So that's just a horrible one. Yeah. And they don't have any examples of any of that ever happening, right? Like, I mean, I don't think. Are there any like actual uh, examples? For the athletes one? Yeah. I don't think so. I yeah. mean, even like like with the bathroom one, there's nothing credible there. It's just right. ridiculous. No one's really taking, you know, advantage of the system. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um. Yeah. Uh, more crazy stuff. The Senate passed a bill cutting funding to cities and states that decreased their police budgets and a bill that would boost penalties for rioting. I mean, this is just ridiculous. We've already seen how in the past you know, year, how it's not a good thing to kind of go against um, this mission for racial justice, everything like that. It just feeds into the problem. So I think it's just ridiculous. I think that what I've seen, at least from Iowa Capital Dispatch, I think it was, is that uh, the House probably isn't going to go for the uh, funding decreases for police budgets. So We'll see how all that goes. Yeah, I hope not. I hope that that doesn't actually, you know, uh, come to be. I mean, this is, it's basically just writing uh, race, racism into our policy. I mean, that's, it's, mm. um, we've gone a 
it's just the furthest thing that we could possibly um, have come to given what happened last summer and the unanimous movement, you know, bipartisan uh, legislation that passed last summer. This is like the ultimate uh, slap in the face um, uh, toward, toward what, uh, toward what could have been a really powerful and positive session on, uh, on racial justice. Mm-hmm. Especially when they want to even go for the racial ban, racial profiling ban. Right. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, our last big thing for session was that the Iowa Senate passed a bill to kind of bar divisive concepts with a term divisive in school training for diversity. I mean, this was just ridiculous. So you can't really talk about the real history and about implicit bias that is an actual part of racism today. I think they're just assuming that racism and sexism is like someone with a Confederate flag spewing hate to women, but that's not really what it looks like in most cases today. So no, and it's ridiculous. And, and it really, it, it limits, it limits it so much that it, that it just doesn't, it kind of prevents any tough conversation from happening. So, Mm -hmm. which I think is part of a, a good, uh, a good education. So I don't like, it's very, it's, it's a bizarre it, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense if we want to. If we want to create world class schools and education opportunities for students to have this kind of to have this kind of thing in there, it's just only going to hurt um, hurt students and what they're able to do um, with the education that we that we give them. Exactly. Uh, last up for our big news of the week, we talk about Henson. She wore a mask Tuesday, stating, "Open schools now follow science, not the unions." I mean, this was just mind boggling. What was your take on this one, Matt? I mean, this is a this has been. I thought about this in a few ways. One mm-hmm. was um, one was how ridiculous her mask was, but also I think mm-hmm. there's been this trend um, of uh, this trend of political speech on masks from Republicans. And I like mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm like we should start with the content of this and but we'll get there. But like I I think it's kind of entertaining and ridiculous that and funny that that she and Marjorie Taylor Greene and um and I know others have have put these messages on their masks that are really false or or ironic because they're so out of step with um with what's actually happening. Um, this is obviously one of them. I mean, the, the, like bashing unions is as a cheap uh, political ploy of Republicans. That's nothing new um, to get to the actual substance of this. But um, but union teachers unions teachers unions and edu- and unions that represent professional educators they want to go be back in the classroom. They want to be doing this uh, in person, but they want to be doing it safely. Like that's it, and and so I, I, like there's no, um, it's being divisive just to be divisive from rep, from Representative mm-hmm. Henson because if she just step would step up and lead and help provide the resources that are needed to do it safely, we can do this in person, which is what she wants, which is what I want, which is what kids want, which is what teachers want and unions want. Yeah. So they want to do their job. They want to. Do, do what they are supposed to do, but they just don't want to risk their life while doing it. Uh, or they want to do it safely, you know? Um, uh, uh, that my, we could go down a whole nother rabbit hole of whether they're risking their life and doing, you know, whether it comes to active shooter do, uh, drills and all those kinds of things. But, but when it comes to COVID, they need to be able to do it safely. Um, so um, it's just the height of hypocrisy, that mask. 
Exactly. I mean, I think if you're going to wear a mask where people get such a strong image of what your message is, you can spread that everywhere. You better make sure that your mask is uh, what you mean and that it's really important. I think it's ridiculous. Schools are open. Like, it's just what it is. They just need more money to do it safely. But, you know, with Iowa legislature, schools have been open. So, yeah, just thought that was ridiculous. Right. Next up, we have our hot takes where we give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. First off, we just have to go back to the Megan and Harry interview. Of course. Did you watch it? Yes, yes. we did. Uh, Sunday night. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I think we, this is like a theme of our podcast, but, but shocking, but, or disappointing, but not surprising. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they said a lot, not every quiet part out loud, but a lot of the quiet parts out loud on that during that interview, yeah. um, the kind of the racist statements, the, um, the, the, the surprising part was the lack of just the lack of support for her mental health. Um, mm-hmm. and, because that's just something that should be pretty basic at this point. Um, it's not, I mean, because I feel like if you're the royal family, you can like take care of that in a way that isn't like broad and public. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that they do stuff all the time that nobody knows about. So you could have had the best, you know, mental health care team around her. Um, mm-hmm. and, and nobody, not many people would have been none the wiser. So I don't, that they clearly just didn't want to do that. So I, I mm-hmm. don't know. What was your, what was your takeaway? I mean, yeah, I completely agree. I think especially before the interview, I didn't care too much about them because I just, you know, saw it as royalty, drama, whatever. But then after seeing it, because they haven't really been on the crown yet, really. But now <laughs> I've seen this interview, I think that it's just really clear that they were taken advantage of and all of that. So, Did you notice especially this? Especially with... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go. No, they said... Oh, no, I was just saying it. <laughs> they said they watched The Crown. I don't know if you caught that part. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I saw that. I was so excited. Um, I yeah. have not, but... Uh, um, so but it's funny that the people who are like... Have lived, or at least Harry, Prince Harry or whatever, or Harry, I don't know if mm-hmm. he gets called that anymore. Um, I'm not that up on it, but... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's... It, um, but they, it's funny that they... They're interesting that they watch that. I wonder what it would be like to watch that being him, um, you know, having been part of it. Exactly. So, I don't know. I thought that was really fun to just to get, uh, just the fact that they were, uh, saw the crown, not the other stuff. The other stuff was crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, hoping everything works out for them. Uh, next up, we have, uh, you know, who is your pick for record of the year? What's your thoughts on the Grammys coming up? Um, I, the only thing I know about this um, is that the weekend didn't get any nominations, and since True. he was at the Super Bowl halftime show, I think that that is a travesty because um, that's my mm-hmm. one of my standards apparently that I just invented, um, and so I suppose I will continue my unintentional boycott of the Grammys. I don't really, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I, I feel like there's there, there are problematic things, but I did I literally just pulled up the list. And I'm looking at the albums now, and I will say Beyonce because that's someone I know on here. How about that? There you go. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I think my pick is, has to be uh, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. So really, that's what I chose in the bracket. 
that I did with my friends. Oh, so okay. hopefully that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. But I agree. The weekend getting snubbed was just ridiculous. He had like the biggest album of the year. So um, that was disappointing. But yeah. we stopped to watch. For sure. When, when is it? I don't even know. It. I know. It is Sunday. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is yeah. why we're talking uh, about it today. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We well, go. thank you for, you know, um, <laughs> Bringing me up to speed. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. right, right, right. Next up, we have our shout outs where we left up great work happening all over the state. Recent recommendations to at Progress Iowa or at Pellac FM. So this week, we really want to shout out at IA Vaccine Alerts for helping Iowans find appointments. I mean, they have really just been out there. I think it's uh, just two people behind the account. So they're really doing such great work helping Iowans. Did you see that one, Matt? I did. And that's, I mean, that's amazing. Um, uh, there are, um, it's just so critical to get that kind of information. And it also is telling that it's something that I, th- I think it's someone that just developed it in their spare time or someone that just does mm-hmm. that kind of work and, and built that. I mean, that's the kind of thing that honestly, if the governor was if, and the state of Iowa was putting something like that together, um, it'd be hard it'd be everyone would need to be giving them a lot of credit um for doing that and mm-hmm. so i mean i'm glad that someone did it but um but it just kind of further points out um uh, how bad like the state's response has been and how much of a um uh, of a of a mess the vaccine rollout has been here um so but we are really grateful for that so we'll, we'll definitely be tweeting that account out um, or continue to do that and, and hope that everyone gets uh, vaccinated as quickly as, as possible. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.